When you hear the name Jesus Christ, what do you think about? What's stirred up in your heart? Well, the answer to this question greatly determines your capacity to receive the healing power of Jesus Christ. This is the Be Healed Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Hannett, and this podcast is all about helping you receive the covenanted promises of God to heal your mind, your body, your soul, your spirit, your whole life. I want to encourage you to like, share, and rate the podcast as it helps us to spread the Word of God. Get ready for this teaching because healing is going to break through in your life. When we hear the name Jesus Christ today, it stirs up a lot of different feelings, thoughts, and perceptions. Depending on where you grew up, depending on what your family life was like, depending what culture you were in, you may think of Jesus as a teacher. Maybe you think of him as a prophet. Maybe you think of him as a really good man who did a lot of good deeds a long time ago. Maybe you simply think of him as a religious icon and think of the many statues of him that are in the land. Or maybe you think of him as the only begotten son of God. Well, we're going to take a look in the gospel of Mark chapter 6 And we're going to see that how we see Jesus, what we understand of him, is going to determine a lot of what he's able to do in our lives. And for everybody listening right now who desires a breakthrough, you desire to receive from Jesus Christ. We need to see Jesus as he is, not the way the culture may speak of him not the way that you may have personally experienced him in the past. We need to see him as he truly is. So let's go to Mark chapter 6. We're going to begin with verse 1. And we're going to hear this history of this visit of Jesus to his hometown Nazareth and see what happened. Okay, verse 1 reads, Then he went out from there and came to his own country, and his disciples followed him. And when the Sabbath had come, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many, hearing him, were astonished, saying, Where did this man get these things? And what wisdom is this which is given to him, that such mighty works are performed by his hands? Is this not the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James, Joseph, Judas, and Simon? And are not his sisters here with us? So they were offended at him. But Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor, except in his own country, among his own relatives, and in his own house. Now he could do no mighty work there, except that he laid his hands on a few sick people and healed them. And he marveled because of their unbelief, Then he went about the villages in a circuit teaching. Well, this is a very, very powerful uh, account, historical account of Jesus going back. This is his second trip back home, his second mission in his own home synagogue. And it is amazing that those who had Jesus right there were able to receive so little from him. But we have to ask the question, why? Why were they only able to receive 
a little bit of power, a little bit of the might of God. And when we look back at this, we can see that they were astonished at Jesus. I mean, the first view of Jesus in this trip back home is that they were astonished at him. I mean, they took note of him. It says in verse 2, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many hearing him were astonished. So the first thing is that those who heard Jesus, their reaction to him was astonishment because they couldn't figure out where Jesus got the things that he was speaking. There was something so unique about listening to Jesus. He was unlike anyone who ever preached, who ever expounded the scriptures, who ever taught in the synagogue before. They weren't just intrigued, they were astonished. And they asked, where did this man get these things? And what wisdom is this which is given to him? They recognized that what Jesus was saying was wisdom. They recognized that this is something that is amazing. Now, it wasn't just what they heard, though. It says also in verse 2 that mighty works were performed by his hands. And they were, they were asking, where did he get this? What wisdom? And such mighty works are performed by his hands. There was no question that the mighty works were performed by his hands in their minds. They knew it was Jesus teaching. It was Jesus speaking. It was Jesus performing the mighty works. But they had the question, who is this? Because they reasoned in themselves in verse 3 of Mark 6. They said, is this not the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James and Joseph and Judas and Simon? And are not his sisters here with us? Well, you see, what they were doing was they're saying, isn't this the natural Jesus, the common Jesus? Hey, we know Jesus. He's the familiar Jesus. Yeah, we know him. He's, he's, he's the son of Mary. Yeah, he's the carpenter. And they're only bringing out the natural characteristics of Jesus. But they can't make sense of this because they're saying, wait, we know him. He's Mary's boy. Yes, he's the brother of James. Yeah, we, we have his sisters. But yet, where did he get this wisdom? But yet, how are these mighty works performed by his hands? But yet, we're astonished at what he is speaking. Their fundamental problem was that they could not reconcile or put together the things that they had personally become familiar with about Jesus in the natural. And they could not put it together with the supernatural release of God's power through him. They could not see him as something greater, that he is actually God, that he's the son of God. And their, re their reaction to this was they were offended at him. It says this in verse 3. It says, as they reasoned through this and spoke, they said, so they were offended at him. Could you imagine? Jesus is bringing good things, astonishment, mighty works, and they were offended at him because they looked and say, we know him. In reality, I want you to understand that they did not know him. 
They knew him with a natural understanding, but they did not know him in the spirit. They did not discern him. They did not see him. They did not have revelation of him. Sometimes people will say to me, Pastor Steve, it was easier for them in the Bible to believe because Jesus was right there with them. Well, I don't think so. Here in Mark 6 in Nazareth, he's right there with them, (laughs) physically walking with them, speaking with them in the synagogue, teaching and doing mighty works in front of them. And they still could not receive him. They still did not have faith in who he was in the spirit. They were distracted by a familiar and common understanding. You see, the lens they were using to try to understand who Jesus was, was a natural lens. I want to tell you today, this same thing is happening, and it is preventing so many from seeing Jesus as he truly is. They see Jesus through the lens of culture, personal experience, familiarity with just hearing about Jesus all the time. And in truth, they just see Jesus through a lens of doubt. What was the result of this? Well, it says in Mark chapter 6, verse 5, that he could do no mighty work there, except that he laid his hands on a few sick people and healed them. And it says in verse 6 that Jesus marveled. It says, and he marveled because of their unbelief. Then he went about the villages in a circuit teaching. Friends, he left Nazareth without doing what he was able to do. He left that city with mighty works undone. I want to tell you that how we perceive Jesus, how we receive Jesus, is going to determine the degree of power that will be released from him. Jesus wants to do mighty works. You see, the Bible said that Jesus marveled. He marveled because of their unbelief. I mean, they knew of the mighty works, but they could not see past their natural perception of Jesus. If you or I try to figure out who Jesus is through the lens of culture, we're going to be in a lot of trouble because Jesus is literally put down, discarded, made fun of, ridiculed. His name is taken in vain everywhere. People are made to feel uncomfortable if they say they're a Christian. They're made to feel embarrassed if they say that they believe in Jesus. If you look at the culture today, it doesn't honor Jesus Christ. It doesn't honor the Word of God. It doesn't honor the Bible. It's ridiculed in so many different ways. It's even pushed out of schools. It's pushed out of government. It's pushed out of so many areas. So if we're to see Jesus through culture, we're definitely not going to be seeing him as the miracle worker that is worthy of all our faith. And we certainly, through the lens of culture, would not expect these wonderful healings to come. No, we would be guided to trust in vaccines and trust in medicines and trust in the machinery of man-made marvels rather than the mighty works of God. And also, if you were to try to see Jesus through many of the personal experiences you've had, that also may be difficult because you may never have been around Jesus in a way that would release miracles. Maybe you were in a church that didn't teach that miracles are for today. Maybe you grew up in a home where your mom and dad prayed, but they never expected miracles and healing to happen. 
Maybe you've been around the name of Jesus and Christianity so long that you've become too familiar, too comfortable with him. You're not excited to get into the presence of God. You're not excited to have that pulsing uh, anticipation of, I'm in church, what's going to happen today? Wow, God's here. Jesus is here. Maybe you're in a state of discouragement and you're seeing Jesus through your doubts and through questions that have arisen in your life because of difficulties and, and pains and hardships. Well, when you try to see Jesus through all these terrible uh, lenses, it's going to be very difficult and you may actually be seeing Jesus through nothing more than doubt. And as you're praying for healing, and as you're praying for breakthrough, it doesn't come. But I want to tell you that when you see Jesus as he is, then you're going to realize he's the Jesus that heals them all. 23 times it says that he healed them all and everyone. You can see it throughout the Gospels and the book of Acts. Jesus wants to do mighty works. We just need to see him properly. And I want to tell you, to do that, you can see Jesus through the lens of the Father's eyes, through the lens of prophecy in the Scripture, through the lens of the narratives of Scripture, and certainly through the lens of a pure heart. Jesus said in Matthew 5, verse 8, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Not a statue, not inaccurate ideas. No, they will see God. They will perceive God. And as you see God as he truly is, not the way people speak about him or not the way human beings would receive him without revelation. When you see God as he is, you can expect miracles to break through, power to pierce your body, power to pierce cancer power to remove and pierce COVID-19. Yes, we've already seen people healed of COVID-19. We've prayed for people who were not able to breathe and instantaneously they were able to breathe. We've seen fevers drop dramatically, but people don't know that this is the Jesus that they can call on. So let's do it together. Let's go to the word of God and let's just meditate and see Jesus through the lens of of Holy Scripture. Why? Because it reveals who He is and it's going to set the atmosphere inside of our hearts for the healing to break through. If you're able to get into a quiet place to hear and to concentrate, I'd recommend that. Just allow the revelation of who Jesus is through the lens of Scripture to just consume you. Just allow it to just overwhelm your heart, and overwhelm your mind. Here we go. Who is Jesus? Well, he's the Almighty One. He is the Alpha and Omega. He is the first and the last. He is the beginning and the end. He is the All-Sufficient One. He's the Ancient of Days. He's the Apostle and High Priest. He's the Atoning Sacrifice for our sins. Yes, he's the propitiation for our sins. He's the author and finisher of our faith. 
He's the author of eternal salvation. He's the author of life. Yes, he's the prince of life. He's the author of peace. He's our blessed hope. He's the bread of life. He's the bread of God. He's the bridegroom. He's the bright and morning star. He's the captain of our salvation. He's the chief cornerstone. He is the chief shepherd, the good shepherd who gives his life for his sheep. He is the Messiah, the anointed one. He is our Passover. He is Christ the Lord. He is Christ the power of God. He is the King of Israel. He is the Comforter. He is the consolation of all things. He is the consuming fire. He is the cornerstone. He is the mighty counselor, the mighty governor. He is our deliverer. He is the everlasting God. He is a faithful witness. He's the great high priest. He's the habitation of justice. He's the heir of all things. He's the helper of the fatherless. He's more than a carpenter. He's the I am. He's the Lord who healeth you. He's the Lord that makes all things. He's Jehovah Jireh, the Lord who provides. He's Jehovah Nisi, the, the Lord who is our banner. He is Jehovah Ra'ah, who is the shepherd of our life and soul. He is Jehovah Rapha, the healer of our minds, bodies, souls, and spirit. He is Jehovah Shama, the Lord who is present. He is Jehovah Sidkenu, the Lord who is our righteousness. Yes, he's the King of heaven. He's the King of Israel. He's the King of kings. He's the Lord of lords. He's the mediator of the covenant of Almighty God. He is our shield and our buckler. He is our defense. He is our friend. He is goodness. He is our hiding place. He is our hope. He is our lamp. He is the one who loves us more than we can imagine. He's our refuge. He's our rock. He's our shepherd. He is our strength and power. He is life. He is the rock that the church is built upon. He is our wisdom and our understanding. He's the true vine. He's the incorruptible and uncorrupted God. Jesus is the way. He's the truth and he is the life. He is the word of God and he is wonderful. He is our Savior, Jesus Christ, and he is the one who is coming into our hometown, into our homes, into our churches, into our minds and hearts, ready to do mighty works. Are you ready to receive that Jesus? He is not a statue. He is not an idea. He is not a philosophy. He is the Son of God. He is the promise of the Father. He is the one who is able to save you. It doesn't matter how sick, it doesn't matter how long, it doesn't matter how bad things have gotten, it doesn't matter how much failure that you have seen in your life, he is on his throne and he says we must come to him and, and that he will take our burden. Yes, let us go to this Jesus, believe in this Jesus, and Jesus will be able to do mighty works 
Oh, I pray that you received some of these revelations of who Jesus is. He's more than a carpenter. He is our Savior, the Son of God who died on the cross, who took our pains, our sorrows, and our sicknesses. Oh, receive him as Jehovah Rapha. Receive him as God, the Lord who heals you. Receive healing right now. Oh, I pray that you touch him and believe in him and that you'll receive him. And Father, I pray, Lord, for those who are hearing now, that God, they will see you. They will see you, Jesus, through the lens of Scripture. Lord, I pray that they will no longer see you the way your hometown people saw you, only in the natural. I pray for the opening of eyes. I pray for the opening of hearts. I pray, Lord God, that they will see that you are stronger than any problem or difficulty in all creation. You are above it all. And so, Lord, we receive you right now. And Lord, I declare in your name that, Lord, your name, every knee bows, every tongue confesses one day that you are Lord. And Father, I declare in that name that demons tremble to, sickness trembles. I declare in that name, the name above all names, Jesus Christ. I command that your pain, your sickness, your diagnosis, the darkness, the unclean spirits, and the infirmities that you have been dealing with, I command them to leave. I command them to depart. I command them to disappear. I command them to absolutely, radically depart from you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Yes, his name and faith in his name will make you whole. And I command every unclean thing to depart from your body in the mighty, authoritative name of Jesus Christ. We ask this, Father, we declare it, Lord, to happen now in the name of Jesus Christ. Now. Thank you, Lord. We thank you for your name. We thank you that you are above all things. We thank you, God, that you cannot lie and that you are a miracle worker. I thank you for the healing that you have just performed in their bodies, Lord. I pray, God, they not look left or right, but keep their eyes fixed on who you truly are. We thank you, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I want to let you know that God has touched you. God has honored his word. When his word is received with faith, when his identity is received with faith, it is inevitable that his healing power go forth and touch you. May you be blessed. Remember, share this podcast. Give it to people who are afraid, who need to see Jesus as he is. Yes, forward the link to them. Send it to them and let them know, listen, you've got to hear this. We've been seeing Jesus all wrong. We've got to have a fresh heavenly view of the Son of God. Come on, great things are going to happen. Your greatest days are ahead of you, and you shall live and you shall not die, and you shall declare the works of the Lord. These are great days. Accept them, love them, and accept that God is going to do great things in your life. Well, again, my name is Steve Hannett. This is the Be Healed Podcast. Our ministry is every house because we want to see Jesus as Lord over every house. God bless you. I love you. Hey, check us out. Connect to us at everyhousenow.org and make sure you get the free gift to help you know your identity in Christ. 
You can do that by texting HEALING to 94000, and we'll make sure we get you that PDF that will help you know your identity in Christ. Well, God bless you. We look forward to speaking with you next week on the Be Healed Podcast. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Be Healed Podcast today. I'd love to connect with you on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Steve Hannett, and you can get a lot of our latest information and announcements there. Also, would love for you to know about our TV program called The Miraculous Life. It airs on Sid Roth's It's Supernatural Network, also known as ISN. You can go to their website. You can download the app ISN on your phone, and you can listen to it also on our YouTube channel. Just go to youtube.com forward slash Steve Hannett. There's amazing teachings and testimonies of God's power healing people and breaking through. Truly, he calls us to live in his grace and peace. Well, until next week, may Jesus Christ lead you, guide you, and establish you in the fullness of his grace and power. Be sure to share this podcast with someone who you know it will bless, and I look forward to talking with you next week. God bless you. Be Healed is a production of Every House a church network whose mission is to contribute to the work of the Great Commission by reaching the lost, establishing churches, and cultivating leaders throughout the world. If you'd like to give a tax-deductible gift to support this ministry, simply visit our website at stevehannett.com and click the Donate button. We thank you in advance for your prayer and support.